crazy question, Glennie. Um, have either of you ever been with a gentleman that was you knew for sure, like he clued you in? What do you mean, like physically? that he was a uh, all right? <laughs> that he was doing his shorty dirty. Oh, like he'd let me know yeah, that he was actually cheating? yes. So what's the follow up? Yeah, like, what do I, how do I reconcile so, that? Like, or? I'm trying to see if it's similar behavior because it, it's some of the most bizarre behavior I've ever seen in my entire life. Like it's cope in every single direction. Like he used to. I don't know. I don't know if this is the, um, the situation for either of you, but he used to show me pictures of his girl. Oh no 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 no! Yeah, no, no they. Like, that's I wouldn't even crazy. feel comfortable. I'm like, like that, that man needs to be. Uh, yeah, yo, I, I he was needs helping so more levels. One of y'all ever did that, yo. bro? I'm I'm cussing y'all out. Like I don't know what. Like, I was ain't no way so you're doing that, confused. No way. And he kept telling me how much he loved her, but then obviously men are men. Wait, what'd you hear, Eric? <laughs> huh? What do you think? What you good? I'm good. I just can't imagine. Like that's just dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, hey. So, uh, needless to say, we worked at the mall. You know how the mall go. This man was the brave. We called him because he was he was up for everything. <laughs> he was up for everything. <laughs> this man was he was talking to everybody, and he ended up bringing a really tough challenge home. And we saluted that man, but we also knew his girl, and it was also really sad to see. So it's like we had to be homies to both parties and figure out how to navigate that shit. And that shit was tough. So I I. I guess my question is, is if y'all was in that situation, what would y'all really even do? So you're telling me, so you knew both parties. From the perspective of the three of us. Let's make it easy. Okay. That's actually scary. Um, Yeah, because we're actually mad close. Yeah, facts. (laughs) Uh, So let's say that you had a girl. Or is that 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 situation? Okay. And and like... And I was doing her dirty and I I showed you pictures. Yeah, no, I'm fucking you up for sure. So let's 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 kind of put it in a different perspective because we're too close. Way? We're too close. All right, cool. That's cool. like we feel we feel super comfortable yeah. putting each other in, in in their place. If I ever came to y'all and was like, "Yo, I'm cheating on my girl, like on, on my wife," and I'm showing, and you know, y'all known her for years, y'all not gonna be cool with that at all for any second, at all. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why this scenario for the three of us doesn't work. But in a scenario where it's like other colleagues, right? Like, if you know somebody else that we're not too close together, but we're friends, uh, we hang out, we might go out for drinks every now and again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I met y'all at the exact same time. So the relationship is the same, neutral, not one or more towards the other. Right? And I find out that you're cheating on your girl. Now, and you're like, yo, dude, don't tell her or don't tell nobody. And you're asking me, what am I going to do? Am I single in this situation? Um, what the ah, fuck is the this? the only reason why you would say something, What right? the fuck that's is the this? the only reason why you would say something. Yo. Thank you for proving the point on camera. Hey, Thank yo. you, because I remember y'all had this one situation on the other episode. It was a while ago. Hey, but y'all, you yo. read the, the joint. That was the, that was the conclusion. <laughs> I remember that. Hey, Boy, man. No, I need, I need the whole story to tell the story. Like, I mean... I mean, there's really only a couple of things that you can do. There's like I, rights and wrongs for sure, true. right? Like, I understand the position where it's like, you just let your homie be your homie. You don't really necessarily get involved in shit like that. But then it's like, you watching a home get broken up, and she's asking you questions, and it's like... No, I mean, we answered the question before we answered the question. I don't know how to... If you even already know. Facts. I right. don't really know how to... Because I'm, I'm laying in. I'm laying in. I'm not doing nothing. I get you. you I'm going to tell my homie... In that scenario, you're saying... I'm not doing anything. 
right. It's not my responsibility. I'm gonna fulfill my obligation is to be in your home and saying, bro, that's not cool. She loves you. She's been probably the most loyal girl you've ever been with. And she foresees herself with you in the future. Y'all probably raise some beautiful children and have a home together. This is not the this is not the direction you want to go in. And if my man says, okay, cool, I respect that, I respect you, but I'm gonna do what I want. That's it. End of story. So if I hit you up like yo E, please. If if my girl call you, hit you up talking about something. We were together last night. Can you just pretend like we was hanging out? I'll do it for you one time. One time? That's it. Don't ever ask me to lie for you like that. All right. That's that's crazy. Cause you put me you <laughs> yeah, put me in a really compromising situation. Like yeah. don't I would do it for you one time and that's your only that's the only time you're gonna cash that chip in. Mm-mm. What about you, Glenny? How many times gotta hit you up? I mean, as many times, cause it, I don't know, man. Like I, I understand. It's a fuck situation. Pre- I know it's <laughs> fuck, man. I, I got it. Pre- I'm not gonna shame you for any reason you decide to support or not support. Like it's, it's your. It is what it is, man. It's like I, at the end of the day, the I got to protect. Toxic but at the same time, it's like, bro. The more you keep asking me, the more I feel like I have a right to then say, "Nigga, fix up," mm-hmm. and fix up quick. Cause like, like fix up, don't get caught type. I mean, whatever that means to you, <laughs> whatever that means to you, I can't tell you not to cheat on your shorty. I know. I mean, again, you can physically cheat, but it gets to a point where if it's all it's if you hit me up that many times, I don't know if you actually truly care about your shorty for real, for real. So just let her I mean, go. The thing is, I'm just not going to answer the phone for her. After that one time you hit me up and she start. Yeah. Don't call me no more. Yeah, yeah, put yeah. me in a really awkward position. Yeah. Don't call yeah. me. Like if you don't trust if you don't trust a nigga, you know what to do. I'm actually eager to know. Like if you guys want to comment down below, if this becomes a clip, or you, you share, let us know. For your circle, like your homies, how many times are you willing to bet for your dude to lie to his girl about how y'all was hanging out and now y'all y'all doing it regularly? Y'all both probably cheating if y'all if y'all if y'all ready to like just lie for each other about. Y'all relationship, low key. Y'all both probably fucking cheating. Hold on, hold on. Crazy. What's the context though? Because no, what I'm saying is like if I'm if missing, I'm missing if you're detail. super comfortable, mm-hmm. right? Uh, lying for me, covering for me while I cheat, right? The only thing that I can think about is like you probably be cool cheating too. Depends on the status of the girl in my life. That's what I'm saying. That's a one fundamental difference. Because if this is somebody I just met, we've been fucking around for like 16 weeks, some shit like that. Nigga, lie for me every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is somebody I introduce you to. Yo, this is my girl. You know, she around my family. We we plan. We 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 live together. We we plan holidays and shit. Then that's a different story. Cause I know that you was taking her seriously. Like, I'm like, I'm trying to do what's best for you. So you yeah, you only got one. Mm-hmm. But if it's somebody that's just not that serious to you, I lie every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. You got that, Glenn? Nigga, I had to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to do it. Been there, done that. Yeah, I had to do I it. So bad for you, son. All right. So we're going to get into a, uh, the next segment of the conversation where it's like, is it harder for uh, men to build trust in a relationship or is it harder for women to build trust in a relationship? Oh, that's... Mm, that's, that's a tough question. Um, yeah, I guess... Yeah, yeah. I'd say if I was going with my gut without looking at any data um, off the top of my head... I'd say it's hard for uh, the man to develop trust. Because um, I, I think there's a couple of things that I have for that. What's the propensity of a man going through a woman's phone? Like, Not just like on it. average. Yeah, it doesn't really happen that often. Um, I don't give a fuck about what's the, I don't give a fuck. 
propensity that he would stalk his girl's like whereabouts, like be super worried about location and nuanced. Um, Unless it's a, I understand that. I understand that. Um, So I think, especially when starting out, um, again, the the trauma dumping can only come usually from one side, in my opinion. That's usually from the woman's side. Like, oh, I've been done dirty here. I've been done dirty here. I've been done dirty here. And it's kind of the the dude's duty to, I guess, put on. I thought we were adults. <laughs> <laughs> Grow up, George. <laughs> thought this was man cave. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> boy cave is crazy. Boy, the boy cave podcast. Boy cave is crazy. <laughs> I might make a channel tonight called that joint. Just, so just so you can't have it. Crazy. But I, I think it's it's the dude's responsibility from that moment forward. Even if he's playing the game. Like, even if you don't take it serious. It's, it's in his best interest to... Put on airs like he actually gives a fucking tiptoe around those situations and act like you know, you know he actually cares about that. But I'm interested in y'all thoughts. I, I think it's it's really for me. It feels like a, an impossible question to answer. Because I agree. It really depends on the status of the individual. The woman has to. The, every woman runs a risk of getting pregnant when she fucks, so she has to. Like, imagine not trusting a guy you're getting pregnant by. That's just crazy. I mean, it happens every day, right? Which is nuts. So they have to build, they should be building a lot of trust with somebody. But then it's like, the dude should be building trust too because the legal system's not on your side for divorce, my man. And you may Cheaper also, to keeper. It is. I mean, shout out to Will. Um, yeah, he know that for true. Yeah, shout out to Will. <laughs> my God. Uh, you stand to lose everything. And more than everything, like investing into the wrong woman, so it's really, really difficult. Like, are we able to turn this more so into a scenario so that way we don't have to necessarily generalize it? Or, uh, uh, I mean, generalizing, I think, is fun. Generalizing is fun. I just don't, I'm not we a fan. We could create of, a scenario for sure, okay. but I, I do like generalizing because it definitely I'm like, upsets the only, people. I would, I would say I don't really believe very much in equality, but I think that's an equal one for both men. You don't believe in equality? Nah. This is where the real juice is. <laughs> <laughs> the real juicy gossip, dude. We just that shit is lame, bro. You like yeah. racial equality? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> that's cool. That's <laughs> crazy. Nah, that's Put me crazy. in the same cuffs that white man is in, yo. I don't want no, no tighter cuffs, no nothing. Like All right, that. so it, it's tough to kind of create a scenario to kind of... What scenario would it be harder for a woman to build trust in a relationship? I feel if like she, if she knows a guy is promiscuous, women like promiscuous men. But if she knows that this nigga, so is if she in knows club, this guy's a womanizer, yeah, right, and she's like, I know who he's been with, I know he out here, and now he's kind of talking at me. It's harder for her in that scenario. To make him, to, she's Captain Savaho in that situation, because deep down she's, she she's knows she's trying to make a, 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 a honest man out of, I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like deep down she knows there's no real reason for him to pick her. Yeah, she's always gonna be wondering. Like, I think that taps into her deepest insecurities. Like, why me? Mm-hmm. So she's probably gonna need that additional reassurance all the time. And he doesn't have that type of emotional availability because he doesn't need to use it because he out here smashing so many bitches. So it doesn't make any sense. I think in that particular situation, it's way harder for her to build trust than it would be for the dude. Okay. He don't have to trust her. 
You can just go get another one. But in an average scenario where it's just a regular guy, regular girl, she mm-hmm. she's had a couple bodies, he's had a couple bodies. We ran each other in the KOP mall, <laughs> right? Uh, we start talking. That's a good mall, man. It's a good mall. It's a great. <laughs> it's it's a bad. Great mall, That's a good man. mall. Yo. To be fair, though, it's a great mall. Uh, I think me and Glenn used to have some pretty good times at Franklin Mills. We used <sighs> to go up there bushing at Franklin oh, yeah, Mills. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Back that's before true. it was getting shot up every weekend. That's crazy. Um, but in a regular scenario, right, where both people have been in in and out of relationships, do you think it's harder for a man normally? To kind of build trust within the relationship. Also, how old are they? Let's say twenty six. It's harder for the woman. I got if I got to pick, it's harder for the woman. Men can compartmentalize greatly. What's that word mean? We're able to just separate situations and view them individually, yeah, independently, without you know dipping in and doing all of that. Um, Not saying that women are incapable of that, but that often doesn't happen. Men pay for the sins of other men every day. So if I had a really bad relationship, or let's just say a couple of them, I'm, I always want to see the woman I'm with the way I want to see her, not for the way the other women were to me. So if I think she's beautiful, she's gorgeous, she's inspirational, motivational, all of that, and I want to see her that way, it ain't going to be that hard for me to develop trust for her because I want to do that. But for her, it's deeper. I think it'd be harder for her. All right. Well, how, what do you think, Glenn? That's tough, man. I, I kind of feel like there's a lot of tools that, on one hand, keep you accountable, and on the other hand, if in the wrong hands, it kind of put, puts you into slavery, and it's, it's kind of a weird thing. Like, location, for example, like, I've always hated that shit. I've never turned it on for oh, anybody. locations. Okay. Yeah. Like, I thought I, he was like, if I, if I talk to a girl in South Philly, <laughs> location <laughs> yeah, matters. You know, <laughs> I thought that's what you get. No, nah, but it's like, I, I've never turned, I've turned it on to, um, I guess, show that I've arrived to where I'm going. But like, to have it on all the time, I know other people think differently. And I know it helps them go to sleep at night. But for me, like, if you don't trust me, tell me you don't trust me. Let's work on that. I'm not just going to give you a pacifier and have you stuck on that pacifier forever. Location's one of those things. Red receipts are one of those things. Uh, like That's why I asked why, how old are people? Because I've never cared about that shit. Mm-hmm. Newer kids growing up now, everybody has an iPhone for the most part. They're going to give a, a whole lot of fucks about that. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I think each party, depending on how neurotic and goofy they may be, has you know the ability to kind of tap into some of the more evil sides of then i think any girl is lucky to meet you 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 won't they won't you won't make it that hard for her to earn your trust (laughs) you would think i would think though can we get into a little side conversation here on the end of this episode let's do it bro glenn what's going on man what the fuck (laughs) i feel like i feel like you you a lot during this episode you're like uh fucking throwing your hands up and you're, you're like God, you know, letting a little like, oh, damn. Uh, like I'm, I'm, I'm eager to hear how your experience as a single man in 2023 is, and why do you think it's so hard to riz up a hoe? Never mind, women. Sorry, it's not hard to. So all right, so I kind of had the conversation with Eric a couple of days ago. For me, is is my in the wild experience trash, like point zero zero. Is it the women? Zero. It can be. Um, it's usually not their fault. I just don't come across with confidence in those really short, like really small scale experiences, like right then and there. Like if I'm meeting a shorty at the mall, that's usually hard. Now, if I work there and she works there, 
Oh, uh, you're you're you play the long game. Yeah, you play the forty I, hours. A I week don't even game. need to play the long game. Like if yeah. she works forty hours a week, <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> that's insane. You need the forty hours a week. Like, that's you're already insane. building a relationship insane. without knowing each other because you see each other in passing. Facts. You know? So yeah, so it's 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 a situation where like she could work at Vans and I could work at Truy, and if I see you enough times, I'm eventually gonna build up the confidence. Like you're the beauty you may have does not intimidate me as much as when I first saw you. I'm going to come up to you. It's usually those first encounters that usually kind of get me, which is why I never attempt. But it's so it's usually not the women. I've never met a woman that has rejected me off of I think anything but my own lack of confidence. So there's that. I'm not mad at that because yeah. that's on me. Um, it's usually like he was talking about like where I offer up so much where I feel like I have a lot to offer. And it usually just falls by the wayside because they want to be petty and neurotic. Do you, uh, this is a term that I don't even know if people actually use anymore. But do you put the pussy on a pedestal? Uh, well, explain. Like, do you think that, it, like, that it's such a valuable, uh, like, thing? Pussy or the woman? The, let's say the woman. I mean, obviously, pussy on the pedestal is more just like trying to fuck. But in a relationship, like, are you trying to fuck right now, or are you trying to find a, find a build a if relationship? If I was trying to fuck, I'd be at the mall. Easy peasy, right? Like that's that's pretty much an easy. But you're thing trying to me. find more relationship, like. right? Which is why I'm I move as slow as I move. Like I'm I am the slowest moving nigga on the planet when it comes to trying to figure out what I want. Because I can be in that mode where I'm just getting pussy all the time, but that never made me feel good. Like. That, Not for at least the past 30 seconds. Yeah, That's once right. post-nut clarity hits and <laughs> I realize I don't really like this woman, get Well, I, oh, I heard one. It goes back to the men cheating. That post-nut clarity. I'm going right back home. Get yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you're out. not in a constant state of post-nut clarity, then you're in a constant state of pre-nut delusion. Delulu? Delulu. <laughs> Delulu. It's profound, bro. Get that on the screen. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's, so, it's, it's kind of like one of those situations where it's like, I can meet a person and we might vibe. Um, I'm never mad that I'm not smashing off first. Oh, yeah, I don't think you would. I'm be. never mad. Um, I'm never mad that I might pay a pretty penny and don't smash off first. But if we're at the, uh, if we're on third mm. and nothing's happening and you're not cool, like it's still hard to jump conversation, then it's, it's curtains for you. I might. Get my, my you gotta put it on your tax return then at that point. Like, yeah, that's actually kind of insane at this point. <laughs> What's <laughs> crazy to me is I think you and I we talked about it before, uh, Glenn. I'm like, there is no to me, there's no universe where a girl sees you, spends a couple hours with you, and doesn't know if she wants to smash. Thanks. So, in my mind, it's like if you go out with me a second time, I'm assuming you want to smash. So, don't get mad when I invite you up and say that's not the kind of girl I am. I'm like. I, you're making assumptions about what I think of you. Mm. I already know you want to fuck me. At least that's what I'm. That's what I assume. Yeah, you don't make come, this you know. hard. Don't make me but, look retarded. I mean, you could you're also really just hard. be using me for dinner. I don't know, but that's how I check. Mm. If you go out with me for a second time, I'm going to check and see if you're using me for dinner by inviting you back up. If you smash, we I mean, we can go out a couple more times. <laughs> Put you on the pedestal now. Let's do it. Like, but. That's where I'm at with it. That's just, it just reminded me of that just a second ago. No, the, the pedestal comes in when you have enough qualities that I, I find attractive. 
that I, I can verify that truly exist. Mm. You know what's I'm funny fat. is I was the the question I'm gonna ask is like I think you're the perfect person to ask as far as uh you know like millennial because we grew up in a in a state where when we went to school social media was on the rise right mm-hmm. but it wasn't where it is now at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we grew up the way you know at in sync with technology. I think we were the perfect generation because we were growing as technology was growing. Mm-hmm. Do you think that? Uh, technology, you know, apps, the amount of people that can just download an app and, you know, fuck who they want to fuck or meet who they want to fe- meet without actually meeting in person has affected the way that you kind of interact with people at all. Have you used these apps? I'm actually eager to know. I don't know if you have or haven't. Um, I used Tinder for like two months. Never got lucky, but I don't know what I was really looking for. Um, I never use apps myself. I've seen people use apps. Well, I mean, the the, the guy that... Um, I'm not gonna say his name. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that may, not, or may not have yeah. been here. Yeah, before. may or may yeah, not have gotcha. ever been on. Uh, you he know, who works who on the show. Not remain. <laughs> <laughs> he will not remain. Um, you know, he's not here right now because of an app. Like he he got associated to the person. That's how my sister met um her job. Right. Yeah. Um, and it, it's it's such a different game. I think. Like, I don't know if it's a different game, bro. I just think that it highlights what the game was. In what but, way? And it's it's basically speed dating now. Okay. The speed dating is just regular dating. <laughs> like, I, like, come on, but faster, right? Yeah, yeah. So as a dude, if I were ever on Tinder, I could just swipe through so many different girls a day. I'm basically dating what I see in their profile and seeing if they want to go on a second date with me by talking to them or, you know, whatever, whatever. I think that's all it's all it's done is just highlight what's already been there. You have apps like Bumble where women can make the first move, but they might only just say hi. Yeah, because they don't change. they don't know how to spit game. Because before really exactly, because before those apps, if women wanted your attention, they would do it subtly through looks. They may walk up to you, oh hey, you know, you look like somebody I know. They, their game is terrible. Yeah, but it's very minimal. So I don't I don't think the dating landscape has changed in that regard. Okay, do you think that social media in any aspect has changed the way that people date? I, I think it changes the way that women select men to a degree. They need to but, be an influencer. No, I, I well, you know what? I don't think it's they don't need to be an influencer, but what it does is it gives women more options than they ever have before. The same way it's given men more chances to be rejected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what happens is is now, I mean, just imagine this, yo, like because me, like it's crazy. To, like I think about it, it, it like during this conversation, mm-hmm. I feel like uh, technology has a like, evolved to such a place where you can talk to literally anybody at any point. It just makes things easier, so much easier. But it doesn't mean that it's changed anything. It just makes it easier for things to happen. You know, a girl that lives in South Jersey before the internet was her her. She had to select her mates based from on South the local area, from the local area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now she has access and she can put herself on display and be chosen by anyone. And she has her pick cuz she's that beautiful now. Now and men, you know, I'm not about to slide in some girl DMs on the gram if I don't have myself together. If my profile ain't right, if I don't look good, the same way I wouldn't talk to a girl in the mall if I wasn't dressed up and I wasn't feeling myself that day. It's the same game. We're just playing it on a different field, I think. And playing it a lot faster than we used to. 
don't know. I, I agree. I agree. Honestly, I think that's why I guess that stat comes up where I guess millennials and lower don't really uh, – they're not having as much sex as previous generations. Yeah, virginity is at an all-time high right now. As Honestly, far as from the age, I believe, from I 18 to 30. that's changed, like, to a major degree. Most of the other stuff probably is Is little, it because it's, it's like, women know now that they don't have to choose within the fucking five-mile exactly radius? That's It's like, why would I... Why do you think women like to travel so much as opposed to men? Scenery. They like to try new things. Oh, dickery. Okay. <laughs> um, they like to explore. They're a lot more extroverted more often. They like to they like to explore their options. At least in in my own opinion. So that's the only thing that's changed. I'm not about to deal with Michael who owns a pizza shop in my local neighborhood who takes home seventy five a year. When I can that's go slide good. in LeBron's DMs and get pregnant real quick. Damn, you doing that, bro? I might do that. But don't do Drake because he throws <laughs> at the hospital. Wait, what? That. <laughs> we got to cut that out. Six foot eight, over $100 million. Oh, I, oh if you LeBron. You know I mean? All right, all right, all right, all right. Come on, man. They might be sliding in my DMs. Facts. <laughs> Shit. All right, so quick question. OnlyFans. If you if you talk to a girl and you find out she has OnlyFans, Glenn, are you ducking, you moving away from her, or are you still talking to her? I'm beating for as long as it's feasible to beat. <laughs> what you mean about ducking? This is insane. Like, but I'm not. I'm not getting filmed doing nothing. But no, hell no. How much I don't mo- like how being, much money. How much like money she got to throw at you? To oh shit. She's like, I got OnlyFans. I can offer you a blank check to just be in one of my videos. I'm a prostitute. Are you a man or am I an actor? I was about to say like, uh, this is it's Glenn right now. How much? How much she got? Prostitute. <laughs> Prostitute. Basically, <laughs> basically, after all that dumb Prostitute. shit I just said. <laughs> well, because you had to. Uh, uh, to me, you said the answer right the first time. Right. I'm gonna stay as long as I can. Hey man, now but if I'm get getting a, a little, if I'm getting a little, little checky check, you feel me? I mean, that might that might carry the that's relationship a couple more beats. That's changed, in my opinion, at least. Access to the sexual marketplace. Mm. Like or or sexual free, liberation and freedom is what's changed. Yeah, okay. we can draw Pe- uh, Jordan Peterson this shit because that's that's definitely true. That's the one thing I would say that's really different, and because before you only had your local strip club, now I can get online and, and make a million on OnlyFans. What else is there for me to do in life? Like, yeah, I mean, there, honestly, there are teachers dropping like just quitting their jobs. And Nurses, becoming yeah, OnlyFans like, and just creating honestly generational wealth. There's no long <laughs> there's no longevity in that, but we'll see what happens. I mean, we're still exploring that landscape. Yeah, that's that's know. on the entry level. <laughs> that's very much on They'll the be entry running level. OnlyFans next. You know, that's the plan. CEOs, and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, Crazy. I don't know. All right, so to dive in a little deeper in the OnlyFans situation, intended. Um, yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> because I mean, uh, like I said. All of us have grown with technology. All of us have seen it, where it started, where it is now. We were growing as it was growing, like I said. Uh, I think OnlyFans changed the fucking game um, because it gave so much more opportunity for women to make a financial bag. Um, But do men view women differently if they have an OnlyFans? Absolutely. Is it in a in a positive light, negative light? Because if you see a girl on Instagram, 
and you kind of want to DM her and you click her link or you click her bio and you see a link in her bio, is that switching up? Like, are you still DMing her? Or are you like, oh, she got a fucking OnlyFans. I'm going to keep it moving. I wouldn't DM her. You're going to hit her OnlyFans. <laughs> I, I mean, I certainly wouldn't be DMing her because I'm interested in getting to know her personality. Facts. So you think that if you see the OnlyFans link in the bio... That it's just like, all right, then I just try and fuck now. I'm not trying to build a relationship. I mean, if I see an officer on the street, or person, sorry, if I see a person dressed as an officer and I have an emergency, fuck you think I'm gonna do? I'm gonna walk up to them and say I have an emergency. You can't separate their career from. I shouldn't separate their career, <laughs> George. What the hell I'm is that? I'm saying it's like to build a relationship. I'm not building a relationship with an officer, but I, I get what you're saying. Like, no, I'm not doing that. Because your job involves the body that I have to live with and mm-hmm. touch. You you place the price on your body. You see yourself as a commodity. You know what men do when they imagine you in these suggestive positions and they watch your content. You're monetizing your actual person, not any skills that you've learned or any talents that you've naturally had. So, no, I'm not doing it. All right, well, we have a single man in the room, so I want to hear what he has to say as far as OnlyFans and how it influences the way that he kind of interacts with women. Uh, It's the same thing, but I've never, just like I've never met, well, I met one uh, famous woman, but it's kind of along those same lines. Like, they have more, I guess, access to things because I'm sure they get paid, but they still want from me. So that's... Such a, a strange dynamic. From a financial standpoint, you're referring to? Or? Still. Yeah. That, that kind of like gets was a, into... And granted, it was one, but that's still a weird situation. A little conversation that me and Eric actually had. We had a little text message back and forth hey, a, we little, did, actually. a little while ago. Yeah. And he had brought up that women often, if they were to build some kind of you know, financial stability and they get in a relationship with another man, they still expect that man to provide financially. Her money is her money while his money is their money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I told Eric, I was like, yeah, because women are trained not to trust men and you're not going to share what you have with somebody you don't trust. Uh, we had a guest in one of the earlier episodes. I'll let you guys figure it out. Maybe you have to watch a bunch of our episodes to figure that out. Uh, but we had a guest in one of our earlier episodes where she said that her mom trained her to pocket her bread on the side, even though she was with a man that she loved, a man that she trusted. She had kids with this man. Her mom was like, are you still putting money to the side? For when he leaves, not if he leaves, for when he leaves. And the mom doesn't know that men don't leave. And that's, you're training your child to have one foot out the door. You're training your child to never fully commit and play her role as a potential wife and mother. And and that's that's terrible. Yeah. And uh, I remember having a, con- like, we had a conversation with her on the show, but I had a conversation with the gentleman afterwards um, very briefly. And, you know, he didn't really seem to give off a much bothered aspect about it. It was almost like he, he's been in the trenches with this woman uh, for a while. He knows the relationship that the mom had and how she grew up and how she was treated by men and that influence of the way that she raised her daughter. Um, so he didn't think anything of it. Uh, immediately, I, saw, I was like, that's a red butt fucking flag. So he does, uh, yeah. If, if my girl yeah. was ever like, yo, I'm building money, but that's not our money. I need to have it just in case you walk out. I'm like, you're ready for this relationship to leave. Yeah, and I would ask her. And honestly, a lot of women think that way. Have you ever been broken up with, or did you do the breaking up in your relationships? 
nine times out of ten, it's them doing the breaking up. But then they do it, well, I did it before it got bad. Mm-hmm. I did it before they you could do it to me. Their... It's always justified. Yeah. So the whole idea that a man is going to leave you high and dry, that stems from your own insecurity. It doesn't stem from any real reality. I'm not saying that men don't do any breaking up. They certainly do. But they don't do nearly as much breaking up as women mm-hmm. do. Glenn, you've been a little quiet. I know we kind of got off from the OnlyFans thing, but. Yeah. We don't have to go back. <laughs> Glenn, Glenn, Glenn has really, a subscription. I know you cool. really want to talk about it, Glenn. I know you want to. No. Nah. I might have one. You got a few. <laughs> they on the free. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got no money. They got free. They got free accounts. <clears throat> yeah, they got a couple. Send me a couple links. I can imagine. That's good. Crazy. No, but I remember um, to the point to the conversation that we were having um, a few years ago. Uh, it was actually mad long ago. If you remember, like, me and my girl, she had a Camaro. Mm-hmm. Um, I was making the payments on that car because it was essentially our car. Right. We weren't married at the time. We weren't engaged at the time. Um, And I remember my aunt was like, whose car is this? I was like, oh, it's under her name. And, oh, so she's paying for it? I was like, no, I'm paying for it. She was like, what's going to happen when y'all break up? <laughs> And I was like, fuck, I didn't even figure it out what the fuck we get there. What I had to grow to learn is that when women say they want equality, they're really just asking for special privileges and treatment. Mm-hmm. Because if if anything is ever equal, that's when they actually have one foot out the door. Okay. That's when that that's when that's created because if we're both taking turns, taking out the trash. Hey, don't ever, man, the don't ever ask her to take it's over. <laughs> it's over, man. Nope. Hey, can you change the tire when it gets flat? You know, how about that? Or um, why don't I expect you to pay the mortgage for the next six months? We'll rely only on your salary and I'll pay for the groceries or something else. You know, I'm like, y'all Back don't really bags. want that. Y'all want We're special losing the crib. Yeah. <laughs> Asking a woman to change a tire while you sit in the car is crazy. Pump my gas, babe. No, I don't know if you actually remember. Me and he who will not be named had a conversation about uh, if you were ever at a gas station and you saw a girl pumping the gas while her homie was in the crib or in the car just chilling. Do you ever think like you a bitch, bro? Like why are you not pumping the gas? Yeah. Just like when I see a dude in the supermarket and he not pushing the cart. Right. That's actually I never thought about that. I never one. thought about that. Yeah. yeah, I haven't thought about that. One. Like when we go to a supermarket together, I always take the cart and I tell her that. I'm like, "What is that hey. responsibility to you that you have to push the cart? Why do you feel that way?" Because the cart gets heavy. And I take and I'm and I'm the strength that in the relationship. All right, all right. It signifies that I'm the strength in the relationship. You know, I, I don't know. Some people and everything say, hey. she's picking out, she gonna cook anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, but she shouldn't have to be. You know, like she comes home with groceries, I take them out the car and I bring them upstairs. You know, I do all of that stuff. Bro, so. I come home from work, tired as shit. She went food shopping. I got to bring all that shit in now. I'm like, God damn it. You didn't think of me at all when you bought this shit, <laughs> did you? She got fucking, fucking six cases of soda, two gallons of water, a bunch of fucking You already had shit. water in the house, by the way. You probably already had soda in the house, Bro, but she got it anyway. I'm like, now I got to carry all this shit in the mm-hmm. crib. Crazy. But Glenn, again, you've been pretty quiet, Glenn. <laughs> what do you want me to say? I don't know. I mean, he said everything. Um, I, I feel sorry, like... Bro. No, it's all it's all good. I mean, but I I definitely agree. There's certain things where um just even though, you know, gender roles might be eroding a little by little as time goes eroding? on. Eroding? You used fruition the other day. You know what the fuck eroding means. 
Um, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> no, because he be doing this. If you use a big word, yeah, you, yeah, <laughs> the that means you know all the words. Like, oh, he be doing this. He's man. certainly smarter than a fifth grader. He's he smarter than the ninety-seven man. Yeah, I hope so. Definitely are. Um, but it's it's one of those things. Like, um, half of my, uh, I guess my dating career has either been with women who've lived out in the county or Jersey girls. That shit is actually kind of annoying. Because, like, they come over here, and they don't understand how to pump gas at all. It's like, all right, well, I get it, because I do it. And I'm a passenger prince right now. So, Good for you, man. I know. It's wonderful. You know, but because Glenn is, like... I'm living. definitely a passenger prince, <laughs> and it's wonderful. It's excellent living. But, like, when things happen, like, I got to get out the car. Mm-hmm. And that makes perfect sense. Why would I have you do it? I look nuts sitting in the passenger seat. And you're checking the air pressure fucking, in the tire? Fucking 6'3", chilling in the yeah. car. <laughs> like, that's nuts. It, it, it's so nuts. But, like, there's things where even though, like I said, some of those things are falling by the wayside little by little. Like, if you show a woman that you know how to do them things, boy. Oh, that's the expectation every time. Boy. You, that's extra points in her book. Because you know, apparently it doesn't happen on a, on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, It's like when... When my wife, she'll ask, hey, do you know how to do this? And then I start telling her how to do it, and she gets upset because she just actually <laughs> wants me to do that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that shit's funny as hell, bro. <laughs> it's so crazy. Crazy. I just had to take a quick sip, you know what I mean? Because you're an alcoholic. Nice that's, that's what it is. Jesus you can't go more Christ. than one hour. <laughs> one I'm, hour. I'm considering injecting <laughs> it straight to my veins. Not even One hour without drinking a full can. All right. Uh, so just, we did go off a little bit off the rail from the previous conversation, but to go back to OnlyFans, because Glenn, Glenn being the single man, if, if you have two chicks that you, that you kind of have a crush on, you talk to both of them equally, they both kind of give you vibes that they want to hook up with you. One has an OnlyFans, one does not. Who are you choosing? The one without. Why? Like what? Why? All right. Is there any other debilitating factor nope. to the one? The one without. Why would I put myself in that situation? Why? Because sex work ain't real work? I'm setting this man up first. That's, that's <laughs> crazy. Uh, I mean, I don't even have a they real opinion on that. Like, I mean, they, they do. Should, they should. I mean, I feel like that's real work. <laughs> that's real work. Yeah, uh, yeah I, don't, I don't necessarily have an opinion on that. But, it, I mean, I would most often choose. I don't have to explain no wild shit to my mom, who's already an incredibly harsh judge on anything. I don't have to explain anything to my sister that she do sex work. I don't have to explain to my homies that she do sex work, which is a weird thing if you got a bad homie who gonna tap the link in the bio. <laughs> like if out. you got if you got a really strange homie, like you know, they, that username, they that fake John Prisoner sixty eight. That's you know insane. what I'm saying. He, he, he out here Glenn, I saw that mo that that birthmark. On, it's kind of cute, bro. <laughs> That's nuts. <laughs> that joint right on the inner thigh. How you know about that? Yeah. <laughs> How do you know about that? But the the shorty without for sure. Yeah. Like why? No, no, I I get it. I understand. I'm just trying to set you up with an OnlyFans shorty or without. No, no, with the situation on the on the on, with clips. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> just give the lead in. Do you think normalization of sex work is a problem? Yes, huge problem. Um, for whom? It's a pr- huge problem for, for everyone men and women. Okay. Because eventually it fades. I think the expectation is that you're supposed to accept it as a fact. Like, it's, a, it's a normal. I mean, I think you should accept the fact that it exists as a job. It's one of the oldest professions in the book. It just changes hands and changes the way it looks. 
But I think the problem is, is that, again, you cannot wear a hose uniform and expect for people not to treat you that way. It doesn't work that way. You really just can't do that. And that's the, that's the part that, that's the delusion that I won't buy into. Yeah. If you, if you are willing to put a price on your body, that's a level of promiscuity that I cannot accept. Promiscuity? That's I cannot mean. accept that. That's Mr. just. Fruition. I'm listening. Yeah, you're selling for for four ninety nine a month. I'm out, I'm at the mall with you, and there's dudes on their phone. I don't know if they're watching you or not. In the mall is crazy. Does that come down to insecurity in any way? Insecurity? We had a we had a conversation like, about that. Like, are are you more of an insecure man if you can't date a chick? Yes. That has an OnlyFans. Yes. I mean, I would say, and I hold, yeah. I, I hold that insecurity high. It's almost as if the com- like the conversation that me and who he who would not be named had a conversation about Jonah Hill a few months ago. Remember oh, Jonah Hill's stu- situation yeah. where he was telling his girl, yo, I don't feel comfortable about you wearing a thong and whatever when you go out surfing. She's a professional surfer. Uh, but he didn't feel comfortable with her wearing the attire that she was wearing. So he made it public, not public, but he uh, announced he to her going, yeah. that it made him uncomfortable, mm-hmm. what he expected from her. They're in a relationship. Uh, boundaries, right? But the biggest mm-hmm. thing that motherfuckers are talking about is boundaries. So that was a thing for him. That made him feel uncomfortable. She threw that shit on social media and everybody was talking about how controlling he was. He was being controlling. Yeah. And he was insecure. Right. And and, and then now we're shitting on Jonah Hill for being an insecure man. But you need to be secure in a relationship. But I think that everybody has a right to some reasonable insecurity because emotional men are the most dangerous creatures on the planet. And if I'm in a relationship that plays on my insecurity, that breeds jealousy. Mm-hmm. And if I and if I am emasculated in my relationship because I can't exert my my masculine energy to my woman and get her to stop because deep down I want to, I can only tap into my feminine energy. And I'm going to weaponize that jealousy. And that may not turn out well for me or her. I think it creates some really, really dangerous situations for the women and for the men that stay in that type of situation. So I think that's a very fair insecurity to have. Yeah. No, I agree. So it's a necessary insecurity to have. Yeah. Uh, Like I said, me and Eric, we talked about this, what, not even a week ago? Yeah, not even a week ago. Um, Four days ago. We were on a different podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where we're going to wrap it up. (laughs) Um. Yeah, and it's 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 kind of a sad state of affairs when I guess the go-to is to call somebody insecure for something that might seem as innocuous as just asking you to not look like you're fishing. Like it's I don't know. Like that's that's a that's a tough situation to be in as a man for sure cuz you always have to, you know, walk that line where it's like all right, obviously I don't want to be controlling, but obviously I need you to represent me like I represent you. Like I'm not wearing gray sweats out. That, that's to the point that I was gonna about about to make is, do you think that insecurity is a one sided street? Do you think that like men sharing their insecurities is like, oh, then he's a weak person, he's not comfortable in this aspect. But if a girl comes up to you and was like, yo, I don't want you to wear gray sweats, you're expected to not wear gray sweats. That's you're not- because it's expected for women to be emotional, and part of that emotional spectrum is insecurity. 
So if my girl don't want me to wear gray sweats, I'm not going to lose any any amount of sleep that night. So the expectation is that women should be insecure while men should be secure regardless of the scenario. Regardless, because there's no situation where I meet a girl on OnlyFans who makes a million a year where she still doesn't expect me to pay all her bills. I have to uphold my, tradig- my, my traditional gender role in a relationship. I'm not allowed to cut that short in any kind of way or she's going to drop me and move on. Okay, so let me ask the passenger princess here. <laughs> Prince. <laughs> king even. Yo, that's crazy. The yo. passenger king. That yeah. is crazy. King even. That uh, is Duke. great. You going to take that? Yo, you you, you out here flipping dog. the script, right? You getting picked up. Honestly, yeah. Right, you get picked up, Honestly. right, dropped off, all right? Uh, obviously, you said that you're still pumping the gas. You you know where you're I'm, supposed to bro, be. I'm pumping the gas. I'm paying the some of the car. It depends, like, on how long I've been with a girl. Like. But to be in a situ- situation where you're flipping the script because you, you really are, right, where do you, uh, is that where you draw the line? So if your girl, if you're dating a chick that has an OnlyFans and is making a million a year, do you still feel like you're, financially responsible to provide uh and I, i'm so uh, this is from the the lens that i'm legitimately in this relationship um i'm gonna want to at the very least if i'm legitimately if i'm legitimately in a relationship like he said i can't not do what i'm supposed to do i mean you're not gonna be swinging dick and making a, a million dollars so my girl could be a mechanic i mean last one sort of kind of was she can know how to change a tire. That doesn't mean I'm going to let her change the tire if I'm there. So it's like if just because she makes money, way more money, doesn't mean that I still don't do what I'm supposed to do. Well, at what point do you draw the line in the sand where pride or insecurity is allowing you to skew the the the, the fruition of the future, right? <laughs> like how how things are supposed to fucking manage. If this girl is making a million dollars on OnlyFans, right. I'm expecting you to provide for me. I'm a hundred percent. I'm not swinging dick and making a million dollars. I'm out here working at wherever I'm working at, making fifty fucking k, and you're making a million dollars. But I'm not a woman, so it's like I'm I'm not gonna sit here and just. So she's stacking her bread while you're just using yours? Well, well, so one, if she's making a mill and we live in a place that I can't afford, she's obviously putting something towards it. We're not acting like we don't share of the bills, but I'm just not going to pay nothing just because oh, yeah, she makes well, a mill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you got the Xfinity bill. <laughs> yeah, basically, and the Xbox bill, and the internet bill, even though she'd be All using it to upload. All benefits you, yeah? Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. You got, the, you got the Disney Plus. Thanks. <laughs> Chill, yo. <laughs> basically. That's Chill. a deep cut. Basically, yeah, that's a deep yo. cut, man. Basically. The audience don't know about that. That's behind the scenes, That man. definitely is, bro. That's behind the scenes. But, like, if I'm, if I'm in a situation where this is, even if it wasn't an OnlyFans. If she was a um a person that made you know six figures a year, and I don't, like, why would I not do my manly? Do- it's not even insecurity. Like I'm not afraid of anything. I I have to do it. Like I'm I'm almost compelled by my by myself to do it. Like that's what I just gotta I gotta do what I gotta. So do. as somebody gets picked up and dropped off, like yes. do you feel like maybe I should learn how to cook type shit? Maybe learn how to like maybe I'll do the laundry. I mean, I well, I don't know how to cook, but laundry is something that I almost command. We'll learn to do. how to cook, is what I said. Well, 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 yeah. So I mean, okay. So this is my this is this is my thing. Swap if the, tables, the gender roles. 
It's 2023 going. Well, if we were to keep it traditional where, you know, I was driving, which is. And like, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Deep cuts, man. Deep cuts. <laughs> but say, for example, I did drive. I did. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I do pretty much every other uh, thing that I guess a man is supposed to do yeah, in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. But say I did that. All I ever really expect from a woman is you need to know one of two things. Or you need to learn one of these two things. You need to learn how to cook or how to clean. I don't need you to do both. If you learn how to do both or you know how to do both, that's perfect. But you definitely need to know how to clean if you don't know how to cook and vice versa. That's I think those are my only requirements. And you look good and you have a biological vagina. Like, like those, those are my only sorry, requirements of women. <laughs> what was that little mumble? Oh, no, it wasn't a mumble. This is some real shit. I'm like, afraid I, to repeat it. <laughs> no, I need you to be a biological woman. Like, there's no right. ifs, ands, or buts about that. Nothing wrong with that. If we're supposed to expect to accept everybody that wants to know what they like or not like, nothing wrong with that. Right. So it's like if, say, the only thing I'm removing from the equation is that I don't drive. I mean... I guess I should be expected to. But most of the women that I've ever been with, they want to drive anyway. So, Well, most women want to be the man in a relationship until finances are regarded. Okay. I mean, yeah, I can capitulate. I that. think they tell themselves that shit, but I don't yeah. think they really mean that. What do you mean? I think that it's the cool thing now to say that you can do it all by yourself because you're just emulating what men have been doing forever. Yeah. You know, men clearly rely on women for specific things, but a strong man is an independent man that can make decisions and he he has sound leadership qualities. So women fighting for more rights and fighting for their equality, they want to be equal to men, which gives them the same opportunities to be independent. But I think that that's just something that they say they want until they absolutely have it. No, uh, okay, now that you explain it, mm-hmm. I agree, 100%. Yeah. Women are independent when they're by themselves. Again, they don't want equal equality. They want special <laughs> treatment. That's the, really the, all it is. If I'm single, I'm independent. If, I, if I'm in a relationship, then I expect a certain level of taking care of. I mean, I think one is harder to achieve than the other if you're not doing what's... If you're not fulfilling the prerequisites. Like, how on earth are you an independent woman when you're single? Like, that's a mindset. And then all of a sudden, you're a submissive uh, and independent woman in a relationship. It doesn't add up. Well, we just had a guest on the show who was, you know, she's financially stable. She's been on her on her own. She's she's considers herself considers herself to be independent, mm-hmm. but she also admitted to be submissive in a point where she likes to cook and clean, and she likes to provide, and she likes to uh, make her partner feel good and do all of this like like. In as far as like the women gender role, she believes in gender roles. She admitted to it, and she likes to play that role. But when she's by herself, she she she, one hundred percent. I mean, uh, it just sounds like she knows how to take care of herself as an adult. I agree. I, Which um, I mean, you should fucking know how to do. Uh, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think that's my thing. I don't know if I've ever personally ran into many women who have that kind of uh, dissonant. Uh, lifestyle where it's like I mean I understand that they want to be dependent to some degree like I mean as, as men to a degree we're dependent on women for whatever we may need them for like the peace like if we're dependent on a woman to 
generate our peace and to build the home and all those other things that you may want traditionally. So both parties need some sort of dependence while also experiencing some sort of independence. I've never found many women to have been completely disagreeable where they don't want to, you know, kind of, you know, work together on even on a basic level. Like I've, I've met some women. I think working together is the, is the trap door in that though. Because working together doesn't mean that they're cooperative. Those are two separate things. You and I can agree to work on a project. We're assigned to work together, but I may be overbearing. I may be calling you every five minutes to fulfill needs that I have due to my own insecurities or reasons or whatever. So, I mean, it, you said the word already. It's agreeableness and disagreeableness. That's what it, what it comes down to. And when you do meet a woman, just like a man, that has a specific career or job that requires them to do it at least 40 hours a week and be successful at it, you you really can't turn it off. It's very, very difficult to turn that off. The same way I am at home and the same way I've always been with you guys is the same way that I am at work. Yeah, I can't change that part about myself uh, because I'm, I'm lacking in all areas if I do. So if I run into a woman who says... I can absolutely do both. I just say, okay, well, I'm open to being surprised. That's 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 where I sit with it. I mean, yeah, I guess. What are you looking at me for? This is not good enough, Glenn. I really well, I mean, a better I, response. I mean, the only reason why I don't agree, well, I, I can't fully disagree. I don't know all the women in the world that are in that position. So it's hard for me to... I guess say anything other than that. I've had one or two experiences where they made way more money than I did, and they were more or less agreeable to, I guess, my status of where I was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what ended up happening was a lot of those situations were on me. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't mature enough. Because what ended up happening was it was, wow, she makes borderline triple what I make. And... I feel like I can't get in where I fit in. Where the fuck do I fit in? Which is where I had to grow, and then I ended up finding out that I don't need to do all that shit, but it was making me actually borderline actually insecure, like the real insecure, not just I want you to wear some shit that looks appropriate for where you're going. Uh, He's trying shit on Jonah Hill. Well, uh, that's what he likes. I can't get mad for what he likes. That, that that's that's what he wants in his woman. That's fine, I guess. Find you a woman that does that. There's yeah, so I mean, <clears throat> I agree hundred percent. I mean, you know what you like, you know what you don't like, right? You're trying to find a woman or a man or they or whatever the fuck that you're doing uh, <laughs> that fits the description of what you're looking for. Mm. Um, who who is anybody else to tell you what the fuck you should or should not like? Right. Um, so, I mean, if Jonah Hill is out here talking about some y'all, I don't want you wearing a fucking thong when you're surfboarding. Uh, yeah, that's just not for him. Yeah. Um, and the same to you. Like, if, you know, if there's a certain thing that makes you feel insecure, like true insecure in a relationship, then that relationship is not for you. Keep it moving. Find somebody else. Or, or it, grow as a person. That, that's yeah, yeah, that's I was, yeah. that's what I was going to yeah. say. I'm like, saying I that mean, the relationship isn't for that person, that might not be true. Because that person that you've met is willing to add value and has had and has added value to your life. You just weren't in a place to receive it. You looked at their success and the first thing you probably did was compare. I mean, that's just a natural thing to do, I think. I think it is a natural thing to do, but 
it's the difference between envy and jealousy at that point. You know, when you envy someone, it can be motivational, inspirational. Because it's like, damn, I want to be like that guy. Oh, yeah, so there's young men out there that will watch this podcast and say, wow, I envy that. I want that for myself. I want to be just like George or he who shall not be named. Um, and then there's young men out there that's like, you know, that, that feel jealousy when they watch it. Like something's being taken away from them. So I just think that when it comes down to the whole um, insecurity thing and, the, you know, you get into that relationship type of thing, I think people just need to assess, and I talked to Glenn about this the other day, the overall value that the person adds in your life and seeing how you can contribute equally to the value that they're adding or more. And if that requires you to go back to school and get a degree and get that job or do whatever, rather than feeling, you know, jealous, like this person's better than me, they're going to take it. Envy them in a friendly but competitive way and provide what right. you got to do. Right. I mean, that's that's definitely how I look at it now. It wasn't necessarily envy or jealousy when it came to me. It was just, it was just a shock to me. To I'm sorry if that came off that way. No, 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 no. Because for most men, it would be. For most men, it definitely would be. Like, oh, I should be making this. I should be the breadwinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for me, it, it was clearly me. It was clearly how do I... Because I was very much in a stage where I thought money was the more determinant motivator than my, I guess, what I could provide emotionally. Because traditionally, oh. men are the providers. And if I don't have that motivator I, i'm not the provider what the fuck do i have emotionally i think that uh and i don't want to derail but it kind of it kind of wants me to it kind of makes me want to ask this question what's more valuable to a woman is it stability or emotional availability stability they don't give a fuck about emotional availability yeah. if they Cause that, that's what i feel yeah you know because he brought it up and i'm like you know that's an interesting point to make but I really think that speaks to the quality of the woman that you're attracting. Mm. Maybe this is a woman at the stage in her life where she's been in a couple of bad relationships and she's damaged emotionally. So she's really going to need someone to emotionally invest back in her to return that confidence that she used to have. Um, but I think in the long term, women seek stability, which is why they seek up. They want to feel secure. They want to be able to create the life they want. And part just to just to kind of bring it back, that's the reason why their money is their money, because in the back of their mind, it always provides them with that long term stability they know they need in case things go south. Yeah, I mean, I think women are going to choose stability every single time, every single time. I think they're they're more. I mean, to a point that me, like I said, me and you had a conversation. Yeah, I think women are trained to kind of look for that, right? To a point where they're taken care of, they can build a family. And they can kind of continue that. I got a follow-up question. Why do you think they're trained? And I, that's I think not biological. Because I think coming from the uh, uh, idea of where women were to ver versus where the like where women are, mm -hmm. right? <clears throat> I think women right now we can see it on social media are way more independent than what they used to be. They're way more confident than what they used to be. They know that they can take care of themselves than being taken care of. And if you go back 20, 30, 50 years, there were tr they were taught, hey, find a man that's going to take care of you, mm -hmm. right? So when they have a daughter, they're going to treat their daughter or teach their daughter, hey, find a man that's going to take care of you. 
And they're training their daughter in that sense to, hey, find a man that's going to take care of okay, you. Okay, I see, I see how you mean that. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit, it's like a cycle. It's very much a cycle. So patterns, to, okay. different, like patterns create people. So if I know biologically my duty as a man is to provide and to protect my, my family and my friends or whomever else, I'm going to then train my son to do the same to thing. To do the same. So it's really just a, it's a wash. So yeah, we're saying the what, same thing. What, and it comes back to the social media thing, right? Mm -hmm. So if, my, if I'm teaching my daughter or a, a woman is teaching her daughter, hey, you know, uh, uh, what to expect from men. You, this is what you're supposed to do as a woman. But then we get to the day and age of social media that we are right now mm -hmm. where the influence of social media is so great where now they're being told to think differently, to move differently, and now they're moving differently, right? They're, they're like, hey, maybe my mom was wrong. And I think that's what's happening, especially with the, the, the guests that we had before that mm -hmm. she admitted talking about, hey, that's this is how my mom me, taught me to be. And that crazy. that's not how she is mm -hmm. because she had to take what she was taught. She had to take what she was like, what she's had seen. And then she had to develop her own kind of person. Mm -hmm. um, so well, that's what I mean when I say that they're taught to, to treat men a certain way. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that I got that clarity from you because I know that like even reflecting on my own life, the fact that I'm tall, I'm six feet, I'm taller than most men, that automatically provides a biological signal in women to say, that is some stability right there. You know, it ain't enough to say, let me climb that tree, depending on how short she is, but that is already, like, so it's a biological trigger that they have to say, let me go after a taller guy. And for survival, they train. So they do kind of work hand in hand. I just wanted to make sure that you weren't saying that women were completely different at one point and now they've done a 180. Oh, no. They're, they're, because they, yeah. you think they're completely different? Very much. I think they're able... I think that, that okay. we've gotten to a point where women are trying to find a fucking, like, their stepping stones. Mm -hmm. Where they're like, yo, I'm going to take what I was taught and I'm going to take what I'm seeing. And they're trying to develop themselves as a person. Okay. I think the only thing that was changed, I would say to a, to a degree I agree with you, is that women don't hold women accountable the way that they used oh, to? Not at all. I don't think they. I, I think women only held ac women accountable in the sense where they were telling people, like telling each other, like, "Yo, just shut the fuck up. This man's taking care of you. Mm -hmm. Who cares what he's doing? You have a house. You have. You're taken care of." Yeah, I, I think that's what's switching. I think there's a lot of things that have kind of switched. Like if we, if we're to look at the way the world is now, and even swing it back. 40, 50 years, like... Oh, that's the 70s, bro. Right. That's, that's insane. crazy. But just man. imagine how many people were getting married and truly believed in, you know, not to turn this into one of those podcasts, but, like, people were truly God-fearing. Like, mm -hmm. People really met... That's another form of accountability, yeah. <clears throat> yeah and right. under, I guess, the, the, the watchful eye of a supreme being, most people act right. Most people act right. So it's like... Um, I think when you take that out, you take everything out. Like, what's the point of there's no there's no bad consequences for. Hold on, let me rephrase this. There are surmountable consequences that can be dire for a woman mm -hmm. in divorce. 
but they're surmountable. They're not as insurmountable as they were before where you're borderline left with nothing. Yep. Like, you can definitely overcome a recent, being a recent divorcee with ease. You can overcome almost anything. With, with absolute ease. So there's no, there's no, uh, there's no uh, debilitation to your status as a woman for being a single mom. Mm-hmm. There's no, uh, you know, any issues with your status if you're a divorcee, mm-hmm. a combination of the two. Like, because there's so many apparatuses that kind of can keep you afloat just off the virtue of that you are a woman. Um, and some of those things are good. Some of those things definitely need to be tailored so that they're more fair and they get people to have, show more accountability. And I do think that we are working on the tailoring. Now that men have started joining the conversations, this is where the tailoring begins. I mean, we don't know exactly where things are going to go socially, but the biggest change that's happened to women is the equal rights movements when they were able to work and start getting more jobs and earning more money and things like that. Therefore, they can actually grow their independence and they weren't necessarily reliant on their husbands. And since women think differently than, than men do, and they, have, they live a completely different reality, they value their happiness a lot, just like they value any other emotion. And so women train each other, back to your word, to leave their situations if they're unhappy, not realizing that happiness is an extremely volatile emotion and that nothing should be gauged based on it. I think that it's a ridiculous mindset to have, but it's their right to have it. Yeah, I think uh, to kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Quote, a uh, pretty bright individual that had a heavy influence on 2022, 2022, 2023. Uh, No one said it better. Andrew Tate. I didn't know you were going to go there, yo. I actually, I was in my head. I'm like, yo, who's he going to say? Who's he going to say? These segues are nuts. Yo, all right. No, I mean, Andrew Tate was talking about, like, feeling happy Mm -hmm. is an emotion, right? It's like you want to, like, you feel something, but it's not what you are. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, emotions come and go, depending. And to kind of chase happiness is an impossibility. It is. It's like, yo, you know, drugs make me feel happy while the drugs are making me feel happy. But once they're gone... I'm back to the person that I was before. Mm-hmm. So to chase an emotion as far as being like, yo, what you want from your reality and what you want your life to be, it's an impossible. Like, that's not what you want. That's You can't get it. You're chasing a high all the time. And the women of old used to teach that. Yeah, exactly. When the younger women were, I'm not happy. He doesn't talk to me this way. He, he you know, and I'm, I'm really excluding those abusive situations. I'm just speaking in general. But that's the type of mentorship that used to go on. Now with, you know, women uh, gaining their independence, now that there's new ways to meet men, there's always something new coming around the corner. And that's the sort of mindset that women have been trained into to where if I don't like my man today, there's a, D- there's a man in my DMs tomorrow. Um, Beyonce dropped Irreplaceable. You must not know about me. And that actually Who's really turned. Oh, that's um. Get out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> but no, that that actually turned into a real life reality in 2023. Now that mm-hmm. that's just the way it is. Like, that's all I got on it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I would say one. Uh, how much more time do you got? 
No, go ahead. Oh, um, I would just say one more thing though, because uh, I don't mean to take away from the accountability that women need to have, but men definitely do need to have a little bit more accountability. Well, men too. hold accountability, hold each other accountability, or men hold each other accountable more than women do. I think we do it differently than women do. I, I wouldn't say yeah. more or less, but we hold each other accountable in different ways. Like, yeah. Women suck at interpersonal accountability. The fact that I'm gonna cut it as suck, and then that'll be my clip. Like the fact that I thought that I may have said something that was a slight to my homie next to me, and I was like, "Sorry, I didn't mean it like that." That's an interpersonal accountability yeah. because I'm directly speaking on something that he just said. So he could have felt like, "Like, yo, like you coming at me?" Oh, no, yeah. no, definitely didn't. Definitely but didn't. the accountability that men fail to take is accountability. Based on their biological role, it's a provisional type of accountability. If a dude is sitting around the house, he ain't doing shit, you know what I mean? And and maybe he's blaming women for his lack thereof. That's That accountability is on him because he's not going to treat his homie. He treats his homies like kings. So if black he does... King. Like a black king? Or Latin king? <laughs> Oh, sure. Thank you. Gotcha. Yeah, that's a whole gang, I think. But <laughs> yes. Latin yeah. Kings. Is not, <laughs> it's not the same thing, right? Latin Kings. You got to try Latin. Wakanda. Uh, but no, like, you get a woman to say sorry. Good luck. Get a man to apologize. He's probably going to do it. Yeah. Because in, in, the, in the way that we just talked about how women are trained, mm-hmm. men are trained pretty much the same way. How many times have you heard a man say to another, like to their kid or TV shows or in real life, like, oh, she's always right. Even when you're even when she's wrong, she's right. Right. Like uh, happy wife, happy life. Apologize for something you didn't do. Like we're trained to do that. So weird. I was never taught that. And it's a a smart strategy from your pop. It's a peaceful strategy. He was like, you know, hey, shit, motherfucker. Don't yeah, apologize no. for shit. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> That's definitely true. My pop was a menace, yo. <laughs> right after the lot was a menace. But yeah, I think I think women handle their business well. They go get their degrees. They have more degrees than men. They go after the careers they want. Like being held accountable in terms of attainment, women do that. That's not that's not where we hold them accountable because there's no lack there. But men lack in attainment, and women lack in interpersonal accountability. So in terms of who's held more accountable, we both are held less accountable in the ways that we need to be. I believe it. Um, Wrap it up, Glenn. Wow. Well, I was just going to say one more thing. Um, Eric Enough Rutt- yapping. No, I'm gonna yeah, <laughs> uh, Eric, uh, he, he's been saying this for years, and I kinda, I've been agreeing every time he said this. And it's probably the most important thing for a, a growing gentleman to know. Um, and that you can have some sort of, I guess, internal pride about the things that you do and the things that you uh, you covet and hold dear. But external pride, let half, let ninety percent of that shit go. That's what's going to get you killed. That's what's going to get you put in a really, really stupid ass situation. You might have six babies you can't take care of. Like pride is going to get you fucked up all the time. Don't do that. <laughs> but, I'm uh, agreeing. I'm, yeah, the doctor feel not. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, yeah, pride. Pride is an evil thing. Um, it's a sin for a reason. I never understood it because then, in the next sentence, somebody will tell me to take pride in my work or take pride in this and take pride in that. And I don't know. I think just like all those other things, like it's good 
in extreme moderation, like two milligrams of pride a day type shit. All right, so what's the difference between pride and confidence? We don't have the time to talk about it. We're going to get into the back end of this episode and wrap it up. <laughs> All right, so I have fun on today's podcast. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Look, uh, uh, we just got a few few minutes here to kind of wrap up the episode. I just want to say uh, thank you to both of you. Thank you to my man Eric for allowing us to record in his spot. Um, you know, real good. You guys have a YouTube channel coming out. If you guys want to plug your shit, go ahead. Oh, this is the time shit. to do it. Go ahead. Hey. I'll plug on a future episode because I'm yeah. also coming out with a brand new individual channel, and I won't. I don't want to plug anything until something's uploaded for you guys. To that watch. is true. That All is right. true. Right. Um, another thing is my man Eric has the socks that says Boba Fett. Missed opportunity. They really should have just for the socks. Should have been Boba Feet. And, and just left that right, wrap this really, shit up wrap <laughs> this shit up you telling me that if that y'all said Boba Fee right it would have been I, crazy I feel you bro give me some man, right, man. I don't you, know what he talking about that's crazy this is crazy great that was like, that's crazy like, come on man you gonna ask me the OnlyFans question you gonna talk about this man's socks I could only ask you I'm not gonna ask he's a married man I'm chilling man I'm, I'm not gonna ask him if he gonna smash an OnlyFans chick be set up. I weigh Would 15 you? feet of what? Sin, bro. Like, <laughs> <in your> <laughs> Honestly, this isn't you if you're not asking him. Like, I'm holding back. I've changed. That's you know what I mean? You've modified. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm altered. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. Like, man, I appreciate you guys showing up to the episode. Make sure you like and subscribe. Comment down below who you think is more toxic, men or women. Honestly, I think we kind of hit the neutral ground here. We, you know, it, it depends on the scenario. Um, but we think that it's do you guys think that it would be equal in terms of who's more toxic yeah, yeah, yeah. women so we got our answer uh, Eric here thinks that it's women and we'll catch you next week also this episode is dropping on it's Thanksgiving crazy. happy Thanksgiving enjoy with your family your toxic women anybody that you're part of your only fans partner <laughs> yeah. your fans partners uh, catch you guys next week wait which one of us is more toxic uh, Glenn uh, crazy he's not the one with the podcast <laughs> <laughs>